Hello and welcome. You're streaming another stellar episode of Mac Watson Talks, and we are so appreciative that you are. Coming up on this episode, okay, okay, get this. Tucson and Phoenix have some of the worst drivers in the country. Is that really true? A mom yells, I'm going to kill you, and drives her truck through a park and injures a little girl? What the hell, man? And a powerful blizzard's dumping snow across Nevada with 145-mile-an-hour winds. Yikes. And a driver faces some charges after getting pissed at a convenience store clerk. Not good. All that and more is coming up, so let's get started. You're listening to episode 265. Cricket, do you remember driving in Arizona? Yeah. Okay, do you remember driving in Arizona in Phoenix and Tucson or just Phoenix? Oh, no, I remember both. Okay. How was it? Well, I mean, Tucson is its own thing. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) It's not, you can't compare it to Phoenix because it's just, they don't have... They're not built on a grid. Yeah, that's true. So it's just a lot of... A lot of streets that meander. Well, and it's a lot of stoplights and stuff, right? Okay, yeah. They don't have like the loop or whatever. So it's its own hill. Okay. But Phoenix, yeah, I remember. I mean, I remember like learning that grid streets are like your friend. But do you remember the other drivers? What were the other drivers like? Were you always frustrated? Do you think they were bad drivers? Um, You know... There, there. I mean, you occasionally came across like an angry driver. I wouldn't say they were as bad as the drivers, like say in Colorado. Colorado has worse drivers, <laughs> you think? Yeah. Okay. Although it just depends on the part of the valley you're in. Too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, uh, the I-10 was always a mess. I never liked the I-10. It was just a big sprawling highway, and there always seemed to be accidents and stuff like that. So I never really liked the I-10. Like when we, well, I, you lived in Goodyear. I lived in Goodyear, but we didn't live together. We lived there separate times when we were in the valley, and I hated the drive into work uh, on the I ten. I yeah, just and you never came liked it. In the middle it. of the day, it's not like you even came during rush hour. I know, but it was still it was still busy, and there were accidents. And then coming home because they hadn't expanded the I ten mm-hmm. past or, or, or in front. I think the expansion happened maybe two or three years after the fact, and then you could get through Goodyear without having to stop and go, stop and go, stop oh, and go. you mean just widened it? Not yeah, they widened it. Right. Widened it after or, or before the exit for the Walmart in Goodyear. Right. Was that Dysert or no, was that Dysert or no, it was Dysert. Right. So, so Arizona has some of the worst drivers in the country, so says Forbes magazine. The recent study analyzed data from... Wow, worse than Florida? From the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the U.S. Census Bureau. Drivers in Albuquerque, top of the list. Tucson was number four. Our best drivers? Worst. Oh, worst. Phoenix was number eight. Oh. Albuquerque's the worst, huh? Tucson ranked fourth highest for both the total number of deadly crashes and the number of people killed in crashes. So Tucson has more people killed per accident. Yeah, it's crazy. Their streets are crazy, and they're always under construction. I know, I know. Phoenix is the city with the 10th highest number of deadly crashes involving speeding, the 11th highest for the total number of deadly crashes, um, and the total number of people killed. I would think that it would be more, there would be more people because the I-10 goes through it. Where's L.A. on this list? You know, that is a good question. Hold on. Or or that whole Inland Empire, like, ridiculousness trying to get to L.A., um, that ought to be on the list. You know, they're not on here. 
Well, that's because you can't actually move, so it's not deadly because oh, you're only I going you. like two miles an hour. Bakersfield <laughs> is number 25. <laughs> Fresno is number 22, but those are the only two you in know, California. You know how L.A. keeps off the list is that it makes it so you can't go more than two miles an hour, and then it's not that's deadly true. when you get in a wreck. That's true. That is very true. <laughs> but you've got Louisville, Indianapolis, I mean, have you ever Detroit. gone speeding through L.A.? No. No, nobody does because you can't. There's no way you can, that's for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, they always complained about outside drivers, too, like California drivers, people from Chicago, you know, stuff like that. Snowbirds. Is it, yeah, snowbirds. But I never thought it was that bad. I really didn't. No. Um, I, I didn't think it was as bad I mean, as it, in L.A. or something you, else. It was definitely busier once college started, and then... Around, like, you mean the semester starting yeah. when the ASU students returned? Yeah, because the summer was really, it was much easier driving in the summer. Yeah. Um, so it got a little bit more congested with the school start, but then it got really, really crazy after New Year's every that's year. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because that's when all the snowbirds and the... Right. Spring, spring training, training happened. And all that happened, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like that around here, too. Because we have the it's tourist season. terrible in the summer. So in the summer, you've got a lot more traffic, a lot more people, people from outside the state. I never go down Main Street, which is Sheridan, you shouldn't. Sheridan Avenue, yeah, ever you shouldn't. in the summer. Because it's like, oh, it's just so ridiculous. It's wall-to-wall people, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, also in the news, a this is really sad, a Peoria mom is accused of attempted murder after police say she drove her pickup truck through a park. And struck a child. Brandy Gotch. And a child she knew? Well. Confronted a group of kids who were fighting with her children. So, and this is 87th Avenue and Butler Drive. So, she reportedly grabbed a 14-year-old boy by the hair, chased another teen with a stick. She then got into her truck, drove recklessly through the park, yelling, I'm going to kill you and run you over striking one child, running over the leg before fleeing the scene. Man, moms in parks, they can be... (laughs) Come on. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, Nina Castillo, who lives nearby, says, I'm very blown away right now. I I just know that someone was in the park driving a car trying to run over a child. I disciplined other people's kids when we were in the park before, but I never took after them in my car. No, no. See, and I don't understand why you would do that. Like, First of all, I like my car too much (laughs) to go running through the park. Like, you could... To pop your tires. Really? Yeah. Really? That's that's the reason you well, stop. Yeah. So if you had like a 76 Chevy Malibu that had rust spots on it and a dented fender, well, you own- would take it into a park and no. run over people? Still, if it was my only car, I wouldn't do that. You would take a 1991 Nissan stands that had it the was bumper. Like an extra car. If I had an extra car. <laughs> extra car. <laughs> Jeez. During an interview with investigators, the mom claimed she saw the victims fighting with her children at the park. She allegedly admitted to driving through the park, but did not believe she hit anybody. Uh, Brandy continued by she stating... She did not believe she yelled out the window at anybody. No, and, 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 and nobody over. heard her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That stating her children are being bullied at school and had issues with this group of kids before and reported it to the school and police, but nothing has been done. So she decided to take, I mean, I it's feel like for this woman, right? Know? I feel for this woman, but you can't take a car and I hit a kid. I don't really feel for her because you can't assault people. No, I know. But my point is, you know, what do you do if your kid is being bullied? What you do you do if your kid is being, uh, you know, attacked? You don't assault people. See, part of me really wants to. And then how does your, <laughs> what does your kid learn? Like, it's okay to bully people? <laughs> like, well, they learn to defend themselves. Like the way to bully, way to deal with a bully is to be a bully. 
Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Mm. But there's every once in a while you just want to, you know, take it to a second grader and be like, really, really, dude, I could be your worst nightmare. But you can't do that, although you want to. All right. Um, when you had a job, when you worked for like the the state's attorney's office, I don't right? I do have a job, but go ahead. Okay. Do you? Would you have? I mean, when I went to the office. Yeah, yeah. When you went to an office five days a week, would you actually want to work? Four days a week. I, well, sort of, yes. Okay. Do you think... Especially if I was in Phoenix, because then I wouldn't have to drive. I liked it when we had teleworking, yeah. Okay. Do you think that if you worked four days a week, you would be more productive, less productive? The same. Okay. Same, same productive. Okay. There is a new study out of the UK... I guess more productive on those four days than I normally would be, so that's right. more productive because rather than the same productive that I am in five days, right? So okay, So that's yeah. more productive, right? So a new study out of the UK, and this has gone on for more than a year. So they have more than a year of data. It's just not a survey. They've actually studied this. One, uh, 61 UK, United Kingdom companies, opted to participate in a four-day week pilot study. And they only worked eight hours. So they only worked 32 hours a week and not the standard 40, right? They said their employees, on average, more efficient, happier, lower turnover rates... And they are going to some or most of these companies are going to continue to do the four day a week, did, 32 hour. I'm sorry, four day a week, 32 hour a week job. Did they still get paid as a full time employee? Yes. Or uh -huh. if they were hourly, they still got paid or they got an the increase, same. Right. Everybody got paid the same that they know benefits. Right, right. 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 Okay. So the so the study is saying foregoing the standard five day, 40 hour work week model the participating organizations agreed to complete 100 percent of the usual workload in 80 percent of the time worked, shortening to a work week of 32 hours with no reduction of pay. I have some questions, though. All right. Um, were their days off staggered or did they get a, like a Monday or a Friday off so that they still it was like a continuous? It was a continuous. So okay. it, so it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So everybody didn't come to work on that day. I think so. Yes. And so they must not have been customer service driven organizations Maybe not. because they didn't have people that needed to come in on Friday because they were like, I need to stop by and, you know, take care of my bill or whatever. That's true. That okay. could be true. So the, it's very specific to people who are not dealing with the public, probably. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Because customer service industries like restaurants and stuff like that, you need to accommodate your customers. Right. Mm -hmm. So internationally, the study has found that the four day work week has become a key demand in some trade union negotiations in places like the United States, Germany, and Italy. Do you think it would work for radio announcers where you could demand having a four-day week? No. No. Of yeah. course not. So see, there's some industries where it just doesn't work in. Right. And and see, and, and I always go back to what my dad told me because there was a study done back in the 70s and he was in banking and, they, and somebody studied, would it be better for employees to work four 10-hour days and have three days off? Not not eight hour days, but ten hour days. So you'd work forty hours a week, and what they discovered was people who worked four days a week had to get another job because they wound up spending more money when they weren't at work. So they had to get another job to supplement the income they were spending to get. Or to, they just got another job because they were like, "Look, I can." Because or I have maybe three days off, right? Maybe maybe that was it I as mean, well. That feels like that's like corporate saying. You know what? People are going to spend more money when they're off, and then then they're going to get another job. And so, no, that's why we don't do it. I mean, that feels like a just. Are you telling me my dad is wrong? Yeah, because I feel like people can make their own decision. People can get a second job even if they work five days a week. How? How they work evenings? They work weekends. Okay. 
So I, I think I don't yeah. know what I could do in the evening though. What could I do in the evening that could give me, you know, I guess I could work at like a fast food restaurant or something right. like that. You could that. be an overnight stalker at Walmart. Over, well, then I get no sleep though. If you yeah. work overnight, my yeah. goodness. You just come home and sleep like you do right now. Oh, geez. And okay. Then, All right. And I go to work. All right. True story. True story. <laughs> By the way, um, here it is sunny. In Phoenix, they are warming up into the 70s. What do you say? It's sunny. It snowed last night. It did, but it's sunny right now outside. But have you heard what's going on in the Sierra Nevada? They are expecting 145 mile per hour winds at the upper elevations and over 100 inches, inches of snow. They could get 10 feet of snow this weekend. I think we got that much wind about a week ago, but it didn't blow in any snow. Not at 100, you know, whatever miles per hour, right? Really? You didn't have your hat, like, blow away and you never caught (laughs) it? All right. Snow falling two to four inches an hour. Uh, Travel is life-threatening and impossible. The California Highway Patrol in Truckee, California, said that the uh, anyone traveling is highly discouraged from doing so, noting that conditions over Donner Summit deteriorated starting Thursday night. That's always a bad summit. It is. Donner, yeah, the Donner Pass, yeah. But again, they could get... People got stuck up there historically. Why would you go over there now in the winter? Well, because they, they paved it and they made it better so you don't get stuck. It's not like they have wagon trains over there or something yeah, like that. Well, Come on. Just saying. Well, I'm just, well, okay. I'm just history, saying. Learn from your history, people. Learn from, learn from your history. Okay. There's people out there Googling Donner. Donner. D-O-N-N-E-R. Donner? What happened with the Donner? Yeah. Donner Pass or the Donner Party. Look it up. What? You just, you just sparked something in me. When did you find out about the Donner Party or Donner Pass? Oh my gosh. I was probably in elementary school. Okay. I was too. My buddies and I was was horrified that people would eat people. Right. My buddies and I were so fascinated by it that we actually um, proposed or lobbied our teacher to read a book about it because our teacher would read a book like every Friday or every Friday afternoon or whatever she would read to us. And we started to get into chapter books and my buddies and I were like, can you read about the Donner Party? Flat no. It was a hard pass. There was no way she was going to read it. You were able to read. You could read your own books. I know. And we did. And we did. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's something on a positive note. It's not quite as like gruesome as. No, it's just disturbing that you think somebody would eat somebody else to survive. But when you read the actual story, they actually were still starving. (laughs) They weren't like regularly like, you know, well-fed people because they were eating the dead people. It was only a few of the people in the party oh, that were willing to to do it. And right. they were like really secretive about it. And yeah, it wasn't. Oh my God. But okay. still. Uh, on a positive note, and I, I actually think I might do this. Everything's a positive note after you talk about cannibalism. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> the Holocaust. So, uh, see, no, uh, not everything's positive. Anyway, um, there are two people who actually entered a contest and... I'm not going to answer the contest. Don't worry about that. But I am thinking about doing a redo with you. Recommitting to love. An Arizona man proposed to his wife again 12 years after the fact. Ooh, do I get a new diamond with it or something? Because I, I think you should. You never wanted a diamond in the first place. <laughs> I mean, a new ring. Are you going to get me a new ring? Okay. All right. So uh, oh, This sounds so amazing. Thanks for letting me know it's coming. Okay. <laughs> 
Matthew is the is the husband. She he says we've been through a lot. It's been many years. We have three kids now. I'm doing this as a recommitment to her to show her how much I appreciate her and what what she means to me. So he reproposed at the melting pot in Awatuki. So do they have to redo like wedding planning and the ceremony. Or it's not just getting the, the ceremony. I think it's just proposal. a proposal. I think. Oh, okay. Um, it's a spot known for romantic dinners, but more importantly for fondue. God, I haven't heard of fondue since 1978. I, why is, why would that be fondue a romantic? Fondue is I've not been to good. The, I've been to the melting pot. It is really good fondue. It is? Yeah. Oh, it's excellent. Fondue is good? At the melting pot. Mm, okay. It's really good fondue, but I don't know that it's like such a romantic place. I mean, you sit in these big booths. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not like romantic. And then you've got to cook your meat and stuff in this cheese sauce or something. Isn't you that don't what fondue cook is? Your meat in cheese sauce. What is it? What is fondue? I thought fondue you was a big pot. Th- you dip things in cheese sauce, and then for dessert, like you're dipping things in chocolate sauce. Mm, okay, that's heated, right? That's heated in a pot in mm-hmm. the middle of the table, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Matthew was one of four nationwide winners of the restaurant's leap posal. You know, leap year. Oh, so he he did it even though he was already married. He wanted to be a part yeah. of it. Oh, In which participants across the country submit their love stories to be selected for a giveaway that includes a special proposal evening and free monthly dates for a year. Well, I mean, so he's going to say no to free food. I'm going to say no to free fondue. So um, Matthew and Rachel, that's her name, met when they were kids. Their families did everything together. The bond between the two of them grew to a tight friendship. When they were teenagers, though, his family moved hours away from hometown. They they lost touch, and then they got back together and found out that they fell in love. And he proposed, but he said, "Well, you know, I it, it wasn't the best." And that's when I think about mine. I could have done so much better in it my proposal. His proposal wasn't the best. So you think your proposal sucked? I thought my proposal sucked. Oh. I thought it was pretty bad. It was pretty lame. Um, I really wanted, if I had to do it over again, I would do it differently. I would do it in a, in a way that is much more romantic or, or yeah, or fulfilling, I guess that would be because uh, I just don't like the way I did it. it was I just, very spontaneous. it was very spontaneous. It was very in the moment, like but I didn't dug, like you it. You like dug through the, uh, the shred drawer. I hid it. I hid the ring in the shred, shred drawer. Do- drawer. So you're digging through the shred drawer. You're like, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold and on. And I'm like, I need to go. <laughs> I was headed over to right. You were going somewhere. I had to head over to Goodyear because right. that's where I lived, and I needed to let my right um, your landlord Lord know that yeah. I was going to stay another month because right. I was month to month at that point. And you because, were like, "I don't want you to stay another month." Right, right. And there were bed bugs and rats in your place. There were and, zero of those oh, things going okay. on in my place. Okay, so anyway, I decided to propose right then and there. And again, it could have been done a lot better. It just really could have. So I, I appreciate you nice, sticking though. with me. It was nice. I appreciate you sticking you sticking know, it I out. I appreciated that you asked my dad before you. I did. Yeah. I did ask your dad. That was nice. How did I do that? Did I ask him when he was visiting? Yeah. Like yeah, that's right. That's right. I asked him during Thanksgiving. And you asked me like on December 30th. Not even on Christmas. No, not on Christmas. No, no, no. December 30th. And then we were married a year and a month later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you want me to redo it? Or you were satisfied with what happened? Do I get a new ring? Jeez Louise. All right. That's just some of the news this week. Thank you, Cricket. Thank you, Mac. Mm-hmm. Are you a patron on Patreon? Are you getting free bonus material every month from Mac Watson Talks? 
you should become a member now. For as little as $5, you get a bonus episode every week. We talk about our marriage. We talk about our kids. Anything that has to do with the Watson household or what's going on with the Watsons, that's in the bonus material every month. Here's an example. So we're sitting at the drafting table and he says, what do you think it looks like? And I go, does it maybe have a bubble on it? And he goes, no. And I go, why? Why not a bubble? You know, keep the birds out to keep the, he goes, you would suffocate. (laughs) It's true. We went to the biosphere and that's exactly what would happen. I know. So I said, okay, well, let's see. And so he took me through. I mean, it, it was basically, you know, Aristotelian uh, way. He would ask me questions, and then I would answer them, and we would go over, okay, is it tall? And I go, yeah, it would have to be tall because the city would be all enclosed in, you know. It, There's not it, very much room anymore because so many right, people, right? Right, exactly. So it would have to be tall. And he said, what kind of structure would be on the top? Want to hear the rest? Go to patreon.com slash Talks. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Talks. And for as little as $5 a month, you too can be a patron on Patreon. Now it's time for Tales from the Crib, where we talk about stories from the Watson household. You know what we haven't mentioned yet about, about stories from the Watson household? About is what? It, is that we both have new microphones. We haven't mentioned that. We mentioned it on Patreon, but we haven't mentioned it on here. That's true. We do have new microphones. And just now when I did that announcement, I was like, Look at that. No popping, no screeching. Not yet. This microphone's amazing. It is. It is. So we got new microphones Mm -hmm. and we've got another new piece of equipment you might hear next week. So make sure you listen for that. So that's good. That'd be good. That's not our story from Tales from the Crib because that's boring. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear about technical stuff. Yeah. this morning I I got to sleep in a little bit. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. And then when I woke up, you told me. I bought you a gluten-free donut. I actually got a gluten-free donut for you. From a donut truck. From a donut truck here, locally. And I haven't eaten a donut in 20 years. Now explain that. Well, I um, don't eat wheat. Uh Uh-huh, you have a gluten intolerance. Donuts are made with wheat. You're a super celiac. And any attempts of people trying to make donuts usually fall flat because there's no gluten in them and gluten is what makes things spongy and yummy and and yeah what they they make it lighter and everything rise and stuff like that right right so you haven't really enjoyed a donut like you said for two decades right i mean i had one in phoenix but i wouldn't call it a donut it was like a really thick piece of cake shaped in a ring Oh, okay. So yeah, that's not a donut. They donut called it a donut, but it was not good. Yeah, right. No. Donut should not be heavy. So you bought me this donut and it was so good. Did it taste like and feel like texture wise like a donut? Like what I remember of a donut. Right. Now you, a regular donut eating person mm-hmm. who has not, has maybe went 20 hours since your last donut. <laughs> you Guilty. You may not um, have thought that it tasted like yeah, right. a donut, but I did. Right, exactly. I loved it. It was That's crunchy good. on the outside and chewy on the inside. Now tell the backstory of where I got the donut from. Oh, from the Donut Days um, food truck. Who yeah. is a woman? This, How did we meet her? We met her because she was asking for a plumber on Cody Classifieds. Yeah. When it was like 23 below, 40 mm-hmm. below with wind chill. And I don't know a plumber that would work during that time. But what I said to her is, what you need, girl, is a space heater. <laughs> now, why did you say that? Instead of a plumber, why would you suggest a space heater? Well, because in, in the interim, their electricity worked. 
so they could plug in a space heater because it was cold. So their furnace wasn't working, so they had no heat. So right. you said, hey, I can't, I don't know who, a, a plumber, by the way, mm-hmm. but oh, by the way, if anybody's listening and you have any kind of skill in plumbing, come to Cody, Cody. <laughs> you will make a ton of money right. and you will be employed immediately. And very busy. And very busy, right. yeah. So anyway, um, so you suggested a space heater. And, and did you, yes. you and took the space heater. So I took heater. it to her. Mm-hmm. And, and... She said she had said offhandedly that she had just unloaded her food truck last night because she didn't want everything to freeze out in her food truck or right. something. And I was like, whatever. Right. I mean, Adam didn't ask her questions about her food truck. You know, I just gave her the heater and yeah, you needed I mean, what she, she was, needed. They were bundled up like it was the Siberia inside their house, and their house was cold. Yeah, inside. you went inside, right? I mean, I went inside. It was warmer than outside, but it was but like forty degrees, that's and that's insane. not really warm. So I gave him my space heater, and then mm. when she brought it back, like a day later. Oh, because they found a plumber? Yeah. Good. She brought us donuts. That's right. She brought us, what, six donuts or something Mm -hmm. like that? I didn't eat any of them. Because they were all gluten-filled. Because they were all gluten-full, yeah. Yeah. So? And so we gave her a shout-out on Facebook from Mac Watson Talks, and we followed her and everything. And then I saw her posting this last week, well, probably a week ago, that she was now making gluten-free donuts. Yeah, right. And so you tried to go get me one like a week ago, but they were all sold out. Yeah, because they go fast. there's a demand for it because people who eat gluten-free, there's nowhere to buy a donut. That's right. You know? And if you're good... And a fresh donut. If you can make a good gluten-free donut, you're going to have an audience. You're going to have a bunch of customers. So you went early this morning. I did. I mean, I think her food truck opened at 7. 7. I was there at 7.15. You were not. Well, I was 7.30. Maybe. No, yeah. I went there at 7.30. And, um, and I was the only one there. She'd, I, she said she'd already had a couple customers, but I was the first gluten-free donut that she made. And she made it right there. She made it right there. And she put... She, I can't believe you only got me one. Well, I didn't know if you were going to like them. Yeah, because what what about tomorrow? I mean, there's always tomorrow. Yeah, I know, Annie. But, <laughs> but I didn't know if you were going to like them. So the next time, I'll get you two. How's that? Or a dozen. So I don't know insane. if she can make... Can she make a dozen? She I can guess make she whatever could. you want to pay for. Well, not really, because remember, she sells out. She doesn't have as much donut dough that that is gluten-free than she does the other stuff. Right. So I don't know how much she can really make. But I got you a chocolate-covered donut, and you loved it. It was delicious. Yeah. So And I got a cherry-filled jelly donut. And how do they jelly do donut. that, like, chocolate glaze on there? It must be, like, heated and they dip it or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's exactly what she did. She took tongs and dipped it. That's the only thing that is worrisome for me because the tongs could be because this the, the glaze has other had other oh, donuts right, dipped right, in it right, that's right. the only thing that's worrisome for me yeah okay it was delicious okay well i'll tell her that the next time i see her no make sure it's all gluten-free well because she put the gluten-free donut in with the other donuts well, the only too. way you would do it is if you ordered like you know two dozen donuts and ask her to make new glaze yeah before true. she started right yeah right okay i wouldn't care if she didn't make them fresh if she made the gluten-free donuts first thing in the morning yeah and then I just got one that wasn't fresh. That would be fine because it would still be fresh. Yeah, true. Made that day. So we eat a lot of sushi and stuff because that's gluten free. We eat a lot of you know protein stuff like that because that's gluten free. We, we're meatitarians, meat yeah. and veggies. Our kids are just big mac and cheese lovers. Good God, that's all gluten filled. So, so the kids eat a lot of gluten, but we try not. Well, to. I mean, they have the metabolisms for it too. So. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Yeah. So, but oh, yum! The first donut, it was amazing. It well, was I'll make sure amazing. I'll get you more. Yeah, donut days and. Co- 
Cody, in case you're listening from Cody. Not that there's very many of you, but there's a few. Now, is there? It, 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 does she work all week, or is it just weekends? No, she's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, she's at a different place Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Right, right. Yep. And she puts it on Facebook. Yeah, and you know, she makes donuts, sandwiches, where she like makes a Philly cheesesteak inside yeah. of a donut. Right. Doesn't that sound kind of gross? Yes. But I couldn't people do it. are raving about it. I know, it. man. I know. Um, somebody took like Krispy Kreme donuts and made like bagels at, or not bagels, but they made like egg sandwiches or biscuits or something right, like that. Right, but Krispy Kreme didn't do it. No, right, right. But somebody but else she did does, it. She offers breakfast sandwiches as well. Right, right, right. Yeah. But with donuts. And I'm like, I don't want a donut. I want an English muffin or something. I want a Big Mac. Until you or, try it, though, a, I don't think you, should, you shouldn't be hacking on it until you try it. All right, fine. Okay. And that is Tales from the Crib. <laughs> You hear the music, you know what that means. It's time for the last word. Well, a man in Laredo, Texas, don't go there, it's a dump, is facing multiple charges after he allegedly uh, assaulted a convenience store clerk and then drove his truck into the business. The incident happened at 1.40 in the morning, of course, because nothing like this would ever happen at like 10 o'clock in the morning or like 1.30 in the afternoon, right? Well, according to the Laredo Police Department, the suspect became upset after noticing that the beer coolers inside the stores were locked. Authorities say the person allegedly punched the clerk's head, got into his Ford F-150, and drove into the store, resulting in thousands upon thousands of dollars in damages. Now, when police got there, both the passenger and the driver were stuck inside because, well... When they drove through, they didn't take into consideration that they would be in the middle of shelving that (laughs) in many cases won't move. And so they're stuck in their truck. Way to go. So police had to break the windows to get them out of the vehicle. And the person was charged with assault and criminal mischief. And the investigation remains ongoing. But I think we can clearly state that this moron really, again, you don't make good decisions after midnight. 1.40 in the morning, you hit somebody in the head because the beer coolers are locked. And then you drive your Ford F-150 through the business. You idiot. Jeez. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mac Watson Talks. This episode is copyrighted and may not be reproduced without permission. Connect with us on social media. And if you like what you hear, tell your friends we love new listeners. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time on Mac Watson Talks. Mm-hmm.